0: Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host, through the show and today we have our monthly series Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick from At Properties from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group. Now, uh, if you're new to the show, Carrie is a top 1% producer in Chicago with over 20 years of experience helping buyers and sellers and investors. In fact, in the past 12 months out of 44,000 agents here in the Chicagoland area, Carrie was ranked number 16 in production. Uh, She is a true, true superstar and expert in everything from first-time home buyers, veteran investors, and luxury properties. She also works with a lot of developers and has chosen to represent their high-end developments. I know this to be a fact because I am purchasing a property that Carrie represents through a developer currently. So that is how just how mess she is in everything here in Chicagoland Real Estate. Uh, we are thrilled to have her on the show. She's been with us since the very beginning. Um, please visit Carrie at her website, which is cariemcormick.com re.com, And also follow her on Instagram, which is at Carrie McCormick real estate. Uh, but please visit her website. Really both her social media and her websites are great models for what agents can aspire to, to promote yourself, to your sphere of influence and for people to find you online. Carrie, welcome once again to the show.
1: Thank you so much. That's quite the introduction. I appreciate it.
0: Well, and we yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> thank
1: you. Yes. I mean, we've gone back many years of doing um, the podcast, so I really appreciate it. It's a great opportunity.
0: And should we also mention, we won't say where, but Carrie just happens to be going on a trip coming up to the same exact place that I just got back from completely accidentally. And so uh, we are connected in a lot of different ways yeah. now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, what's, uh, what's going on uh, here in the Chicagoland um, real estate market?
1: Well, it's November in the US and it's November here in Chicago. So I found this really neat. Um, uh, it's on Instagram. It's on the Wall Street Journal. I want to see if you guys can see it.
0: So what this says for all of our listeners is how the market moves before and after an election. And if you're like me, you're probably checking the news way too much right now to see what's going on with the election. As we're recording right now, um, this probably won't go out for till Monday. Uh, the election maybe will be decided by then. But as of today, Friday, uh, nobody we're not totally sure what's happening yet.
1: So. Yeah, it's crazy. But this was interesting because it just talks about the market's Um, The financial markets after an election day, and it goes back to 1984 to when Reagan, the Reagan election, and the markets always have done well after these elections. You know, right before the election, I felt this here in Chicago, it's like the week or two before it kind of just slowed down a little bit. I think everyone got nervous and, you know, the market was very quiet. Um, but today Friday we're getting a ton of showing requests people seem to be feeling a little bit better um, no matter what side you're on but just feeling relief of we kind of know where we're going and so we're seeing a nice little uptick in the market um, so that anyways this was a fun if you know Wall Street journal on Instagram kind of fun graphic um, to look at and make yourselves feel better that the market's gonna probably do well after this election um, but just to talk about Chicago as a whole we've You know read in the news and keep hearing you know people are fleeing the city and people keep talking about it and um there's a lot of movement here in chicago people are are making what i call move-ups you know whether they're going to the suburbs or they're going from a two-bedroom to a three-bedroom a three-bedroom single family there's all this movement in the city and a lot of negative news about chicago and we do have our challenges but I want to remind people that, you know, we have such a large population here in Chicago and such a diverse economy um, and stable market. Chicago has 32 of the 50, I'm sorry, 32, I said that wrong. We have 32 Fortune 500 companies right here in Chicago. We have um, a very high private sector employment market here. We have... 58 million visitors in this city, each approximately each year. It's the second to New York. Um, We've got some really great neighborhoods and different price points, and Chicago's always been very resilient. So as much as we've had challenges here in Chicago, I don't see you know, tons of people fleeing. I see movement or, you know, people making choices either to move to the suburbs or wherever they're going a little bit faster than they were before. But just to remind everybody that, you know, Chicago is a resilient city. We've got a lot to offer all of the people that live here.
0: And I think too, you know, right now rates are so low still. And talking to people in the mortgage world, they don't anticipate the rates changing anytime in the near future. So what a great opportunity to talk to any renters out there, and they now have more purchasing power than they did a year ago. So you have the ability to uh, to buy more. I know that's one of the main reasons. You actually touched on on really one of the reasons I'm I'm moving in, into a property you represent, but also um, a second reason, one is just because interest rates are so low. And the second is just like you were saying, moving up, I wanted an additional bedroom Mm -hmm. and I wanted to, to move beyond that. So um, I think there's probably a lot of people, you know, who just now are uh, wherever they're moving to, they're probably moving um, to a bigger place just because they can afford it more uh, assuming, you know, and obviously there's a lot of people struggling right now with, with employment, but for those who are gainfully employed uh, if nothing has changed in, in, in their financial situation, they can afford a bigger place now.
1: Right. And some have to, because they're going to be working out at the home I mean, life has changed. Right. And um, so, you know, whatever space is important to you, people are seeking it. So it's it's keeping the Chicago real estate busy. Every broker that I speak to and collaborate with you know everyone's been busy and so it's been you know really great and my prediction and i have no facts or <laughs> anything to put behind this but i just just the feeling in the market is that we'll continue this into 2021 i think we'll still have a, a a nice end of the year here in the real estate market and then come 2021 people are going to be looking for happiness and looking for something brighter as you know the new year brings new hope for everybody and um the real estate market will continue to move.
0: Yeah, and you said you don't have facts or figures, but you, what you do have is twenty years of experience as a top producer. So your your opinion is much more valid, I think, than than you know what what may we might be seeing elsewhere, especially in, in the news. Um, but yeah, there's are, are you having a lot of conversations right now with with sellers about is this the right time? Being that inventory is is, is at least here in the city is somewhat uh, you know there's a bit of a decrease in, in available inventory.
1: Yeah. What's actually been interesting with that. And yes, to answer your question, I've been meeting with a lot of sellers is that in one in particular I met with last night is they're afraid to put their house on the market now because they're like, we have nowhere to go. Right. (laughs) I've seen actually sellers put their homes on the market. It go under contract very quickly and then they can't find a suitable place where they want to go. So they just get a little nervous. So um, it depends, you know, as a real estate Broker, you know, we're also a consultant and an advisor. Is really kind of finding out what their goals and plans are, and whether it's you know they put their home on the market this year or in the spring. Um, you know, it's just a collaborative effort of coming up with the plan that works for them. But in addition to you know speaking with my clients as a you know business owner, I run my my own business. Is marketing and branding and advertising and budgeting for next year. Um, this year, you know, I always set a budget for my advertising and spending, and this year I blew my budget, which is fine. And, you know, I sold a lot more real estate this year, um, but just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So I think it's important for the realtors that are listening is to really reevaluate your business in, from 2020, what worked, what didn't work, where did your deals come from, um, and figure out what is providing the best ROI, you know, for for your money. Um but really the one thing that has always worked for me is my networking and my connections with people. With COVID, you don't have as much networking, obviously. And you know, your, your ability to connect and communicate with people are limited. It's just, it's very different. But with, you know, between Zoom and all this other stuff, you kind of have to reinvent the way that you do business. So I think it's important for all the brokers to look, you know, at their spend and what they're gonna do for 2021. I'll show you a quick little behind the scenes funny for you guys. Great. So I do all of my own marketing, as a lot of people know, and I'm very particular about what I send out and my messaging and some good, some bad, you know, it, it, it is what it is, but it's, you know, it's, it's my brainchild. Um, this is sitting on my desk and I'm only showing it to you because I think it's really funny. So I was trying to come up with a new campaign and I was trying to explain it and no one could understand what I was talking talking about. So I'm like, let me just draw it out for you. So here it is. <laughs> that's all I'm oh, I
0: love do. that. <laughs> so I it's a lot it. of
1: stick figures. It's a lot of like things. And it's like, it was just easier for me, but I'll show you it again. It's kind of, funny. I
0: love that. Oh, that's great.
1: Um, but anyways, that's just kind of how some, sometimes like my brain works is I'll just kind of start drawing stuff and
0: sketch an idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I do have an art degree, which is kind of sad and this is what it ends up to be. But, um, you know, it's just, it's coming up with out of the box type of marketing and branding, um, for your business. And so you can launch it good in 2020 or 2021.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's, that's a good point. Um, for everyone who, who is listening, please follow Carrie on Instagram due to see, because she is somebody you'll look at it and you won't believe that she's actually creating the content because she's number one, probably too busy to do it, but also you would think it's a professional, um, you know, um, advertising sort of sort of studio doing this work and it's actually Carrie so uh, that's Carrie McCormick uh, at Carrie McCormick real estate and then to tag on to that I have a marketing idea uh, that that's very very close to what you were mentioning um which is you know we all know that even even if we work exclusively by referral, which is probably the goal for a lot of us, um, we still, uh, people are going to look us up online and, you know, maybe you don't have a a great website or a website at all, but what you absolutely need to have, if you haven't yet built a web, even if you have built a website is you need to have reviews. Um, The number one, we know that uh, the number one reason why people will end up choosing to buy a product or service um, is is basically based on online reviews. It's the number one signal for buyers and, and sellers. And I don't mean exclusively real estate. I In fact, it's probably much lower than that for real estate because real estate is so much of a word of mouth business. But for goods and services, especially online purchases, you know, reviews are everything. Think about how often you go to Amazon and you don't buy something that has poor reviews. Well, the number one place to get reviews in, traditionally has always been Zillow. And I think you absolutely should be there because we know Zillow has over a hundred Million. In fact, it might even be, I should know because they come on my show every month. It might even be 200 million people a month go to Zillow. It's between 100 and 200 million. So you absolutely need to have reviews on Zillow. And, um, you know, if you're using Zillow, you probably already know how to do that. And we talk about it with our Zillow uh, Insights um, uh, series here on the show. But the other place you need to get reviews is. Google, because when someone Googles your name, um, if you have a Google, what's called a Google, my business page, that will be the very first thing that pops up on the right, on the right hand side on a Google search. And it will, it will show you your reviews. So the first thing you want to do is get educated about what Google, my business is. It's basically a free business page um, that Google will provide you. You have to give them a physical address. They're going to mail you a postcard in the mail with a code on it. That way they know that it's a legitimate business. it'll take a week or so to receive and then you'll verify that and then what you need to start doing is asking for reviews You, you there's a we could i could talk about google my business for hours there's a lot of things you could be doing with it but the very first thing you should be doing is asking for reviews so i know that it is not easy to go back to your previous clients and say hey you know that great review you wrote me on zillow can you also write it for me on google but um you know it's a good thing to do because it literally will show up whenever somebody Google's your name. So as much as you might not want to go back and ask, I know if if a company asked me. In fact, a companies have asked me to do this, where they'll say, "Could you know?" I wrote them a nice review on Yelp, and then they reach out to me and say, "Hey, that was really nice of you. Do you mind also posting that on Google and Facebook?" And I'm like, "No problem. I just copy and paste it. It takes two seconds." But you, as the agent. Aren't able to do that. The customer has to do it themselves. So this is a great time if things are starting to slow down in the holiday season. You know, put a you know get a little card made that says, "Please review me on Google," and uh, mail it out to everyone with your holiday card or or with you know a, a personal note or something. But I'm telling you, in the last year, our company we. We never really focused on Google, my business reviews. And now we ask all of, um, our, when our agents work with a client, we ask the client to review their agent and we ask them to do it on Google. And in the last six months, we've gotten over 160 reviews. Now we have 700 agents. So that that's probably not a big number, but if you know, you probably, you know, if you only even have five clients a year or 10 clients or 20 clients, really ask them, tell them it really will help you grow your business. And they probably like you enough to do it. And, um, You know, just do that. Get get those reviews because Zillow, you need them there too, but you really, really need them on Google as well.
1: Yeah, that's a great tip. And I just started doing that too. It's really, it is hard to ask for reviews, especially on multiple platforms. But um, I think like you said, people are happy to do it, especially if they can cut and paste.
0: Yeah, it, it's you know, yeah, I, you know, I get it. It's not something fun to ask for. But if you explain to them like, hey, guys, you know, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Client, I would really, really greatly appreciate it. And then maybe do something nice for them as a, you're not supposed to reward somebody for a good view uh, that goes against Google's terms of service, but you could do something thoughtful for them uh, as a result. Um, but uh, tell them it would really help you. And it's it's just as easy as cutting and pasting. And you could even cut and paste their Zillow review for them and then call them and say, hey, if it's okay, I'm gonna send you an email. I'm gonna copy your review. If you don't mind, here's the link. It'll take them two seconds. I would think most people would do that. So anyway, uh, that's my little marketing tip of, of the day. Um, have a wonderful vacation. Um, and we were talking uh, before we started about places to go. And Carrie's actually been to this place before that I ended up going. And now she's going back. So I am jealous for her. Uh, but we will see you next week, next month when you return. Um, and uh, we'll uh, close out the year with uh, with another Monday Market Minute. So for everyone listening, please visit Carrie on her website, which is Carrie McCormick re.com. I know uh, for a lot of our listeners who are realtors, you might say, why should I visit another realtor's website? Because you should see what a really great realtor website looks like. And if you're a buyer, a seller, a renter, an investor here in the Chicagoland area, and you're looking to work with a top producer, Carrie is literally one of the very top of the top. So um, you reach out to her, Carrie, what's the best way someone should reach out to you?
1: Always call me 312 961 4612, or you can email me carrie at, at
0: Awesome. And we should also congratulate at Properties and the company I work for that we both uh, made the Chicago top workplace uh, again. Um, this is uh, the Tribune, Chicago Tribune's our local paper here, and they put out the top places to work. Um, Carrie's company is in the large business because they are large size businesses. I think they have 3,000 or two or 3,000 uh, agents working there. We have only about 700, but both. So I, we were in the mid size, you guys were in the large, and we both yeah. had uh, the highest ranks for our respective category for real estate. So congrats to both our companies there. Um, And yeah, yeah. And, um, and again, uh, for everyone listening, we thank you for continuing to support our show. Um, On behalf of the listeners and myself, we thank Carrie. She's been with us for years and years and she's so great. We love having her and um, we will see everybody next time. Thanks, Carrie.
1: Thank you.